So what do you do when you don't know what to do? I mean, we've all been there, right? It's time for a decision, uh, but you're not certain of what your next move is. You're not sure of what your next step's going to be. And yet you got to make a decision. What do you do when you don't know what to do? Do you go right? Do you go left? You know, Yogi Berra once famously said, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. decision. What do you do when you don't know what to do? You know what? All through the Bible, the answer to that question is the same answer. In every one of the Bible stories that we look, it points us the same direction. But the lines we look at today, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, give us the answer. understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. What great, great truths to take into your heart, to, to remember by heart for a brand new year. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean into your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Or we could say it this way, go God's way, and God will guide your way. Go God's way, and He will guide your way. Now, how do you do that? Well, the first answer Solomon gives is trust in the Lord with all your heart. That means lean. The word trust means rely. It means put your weight down. It means be bold, confident. Be open to God's wisdom by trusting Him. We could say it in this way, listen. Now, when a parent says, are you listening to me? What they mean is don't just hear, but heed. They're both connected in trust. He's saying, take me at my word on this. Now Solomon knew that he needed greater insight in order to address the uh, intersections of decision that he faced in matters of state, matters of family, matters of business, matters of marriage. Not unlike you, we all need to know what we don't know and God gives wisdom to those who listen to him. Jesus said, let him who has ears hear. And then he said, he told us how we could listen to God. A-S-K, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. In other words, keep the lines of communication open. Listen for the inaudible. Look for the invisible. King Jehoshaphat of Judah, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. In a time of great crisis said this, we don't know what to do. You've been there. But he says, but our eyes are on you. So we learn how to lean on God by listening 
in prayer, by looking to him for his instruction, and then by responding appropriately when he gives us that wisdom. Now, what could possibly keep me from leaning on God? Well, Solomon tells us the next part of the verse, he says, don't lean into your own understanding. The reason I don't listen to God is because I'm busy listening to me. The reason I don't go God's way is because I'm all about my way. You and I share that same challenge, don't we? Sometimes, what you don't know can hurt you. For instance, parents, ask your kids, do they know what Kodak is? How about Blockbuster? I mean, these are two hugely successful companies that are no more. Why? Well, maybe they didn't know what they didn't know, but they thought they knew. Just aim, focus, snap. It's as easy as that. Today, in today's world, listen, the largest taxi company owns no cars, Uber. The, the most popular media provider creates no content, Facebook. And the hospitality industry, those room providers for accommodations, they own no bricks and mortar, no buildings, Airbnb. In other words, if you want to be ready for a new day, you've got to learn how to lean in in a new way. Don't trust your own understanding, but be ready to start relearning how to go forward into the future. Kids, I bet some of you have been working on your multiplication tables, probably memorized them. I heard about a girl one time, a little girl, who had memorized her multiplication all the way up to 10 times 10. And her teacher said, okay, what's 11 times 11? And she said, don't be silly, there's no such thing. Well, in her mind, there wasn't, but you know what? She was limited by her own understanding. She was leaning into her own understanding. A woman came to me some years ago. She was concerned about her marriage. There was some issue that she was having with her husband and though she complained about it and she griped about it and she nagged him about it, nothing seemed to change. And I said, well, how's that, how's that, uh, how's that working? And she said, it's not. I said, and how long have you been doing this? And she said, months. And I said, and you still see no changes. And she said, nothing. And I said, well, maybe one question that you should ask is, what is it about me that keeps me doing what I know isn't working and keeping me stuck in the same place? See, leaning into her own understanding was keeping her locked in to some habits that weren't helping him. Now, the re there's more to that conversation, obviously, but part of her learning was going to be, how do I voice my frustration in a way that doesn't trigger his? She was gonna have to be open beyond her own understanding. God promises, if you go God's way instead of your way, he will guide your way.
First lesson, lean on God. And here's a great prayer for that. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Second lesson, learn from God. The prayer here is, teach me, Lord, I'm open. And uh, this is where Solomon says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, this is like an accounting exercise where you're just going through all the files of your life, every line item of your accounting for life, and you're inviting God, you're welcoming God. God, would you be God here in my work life, in my family life, in my recreational life, in my life? I want to acknowledge you as Lord of my life. Same thing Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God. That means let God be your king in all of your ways and all of these other things will be added to you. It's like in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Now acknowledge, that means get to know him. Become familiar with him. God wants you to know him, to be intimate with him. It's like saying, Lord, I know you're living in me, but I want you to make yourself at home in the dining room of my appetites, in the conversations of my living room, in the recreations of my family room, in all of my life, in all of my ways, I want to get to know you. In other words, go with God. Go God's way and God will guide your way. Lesson one, lean on God. Lesson two, learn from God. Lesson three, live with God. This is where we put the truth that we're learning into action, where we walk with God in the way. And this is the part where the promise is, He will make your path straight. Or the way the Living Bible says, God will crown your efforts with success. The key word is effort. It's putting faith into action. We're now moving our trust into traction. We're, we're following where he leads us. So the prayer here is, lead me, Lord, and I will follow. You know, Jesus' ministry was full of miracles, but did you know how his miracle ministry began? His mother told a servant, whatever he tells you to do, do it. In other words, the miracle, the blessing happened in the doing. One day, a group of lepers came to Jesus. They were wanting healing. And, uh, and all Jesus said to them was, go show yourselves to the priests, which is what was required of them to re-enter society. There was no incantation. There was no healing touch. There was no anointing of oil. There was no external evidence that anything had changed. Only the directive from Jesus, go, present yourself, act as if you are ready to re-enter society. And Luke chapter 17, verse 14 says, as they went, they were healed. You know what happened? As they were going God's way, God guided their way. So what do you do when you don't know what to do? 
Well, here's what we've said. Go God's way and God will guide your way. And here's how to go God's way. Lean on God in prayer, learn from God in his word, and then live with God by putting your faith into action. Take action on what he's taught you. Or in other words, it's like follow the light you have and you'll have more when you need it. My phone flashlight, this is so cool. I mean, it's great to have, but it doesn't shine 20 yards in front of me. And yet if I turn the light on and follow it, when I get 20 yards ahead, I'll have light to take another step. And so will you. Follow the light you have and God will give you more. That's part of his blessing. I remember hearing of a story of a little girl whose mom was checking out at a drugstore and her eyes were just locked on this jar, big jar full of candy. And the owner who was serving as the clerk looked at the little girl and said, you can have a handful if you want one, if your mom says it's okay. And of course, mom looked at the little girl and said, sure, it's okay. And so the, the little girl just stood there. And so the owner said, no, you can have a handful. And the little girl said, could it be your hand? Smart kid. His hands were a lot bigger than hers. Here's the point. When it comes to living your life, would you like what your hands can do? Or would you be open to a God-sized helping? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean into your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will straighten your path. Here's how to pray. Speak, Lord. I'm listening. Teach me, Lord. I'm, I'm open. Lead me, Lord. I will follow. And what will follow you? God's blessing. <laughs>